Are you an overthinker? Do you ruminate or worry a lot or both? Let's explore this. Hello again, my name is Nicoleta Poroshano, and I love to guide happiness seekers from confusion and pain to clarity, joy, and fulfillment. Let's talk about overthinking today, a problem that I feel in a way or another we will face. And I have no shame to share that I've been a heavy overthinker for the most part of my life, despite all of my training, all of my clinical experience, but not anymore. I managed to escape the prison of the tunnel mind. And today I'm going to show you the way so you can liberate yourself too. Firstly, we need to understand what thinking is and why we overdo it. Thinking is one of the many cognitive processes. It's a mental process like perception, like memory, like speech or language, like imagination, creativity, like uh, motivation, volition, uh, problem solving, and so on. Thinking together with memory mediate all mental processes. This makes thinking a vital mental process, but it can turn against us. School, family, they do not teach us about thinking. And I always say that we go through so many years of education in the family, in the school, and we come out quite unprepared for life. In reality, we do not know what thinking is, what it does, how it works. What we know is that it's always there. It's always present in our minds. We kind of live in our minds. We live in our thinking. And this is very, very worrying because we very often we confound our life with this thinking that goes on running behind our minds. Now that we find a way of understanding what thinking is, let's find out how it develops. Do you think you were born thinking or you learned to think? Whatever the case, you were born with a blank brain. There was no experience there. There was no information. There was no data, no memory. We can agree on that, right? Then you were exposed to life and through your five senses, you acquired information and you connected your neurons into these alleys of, of knowledge. And these alleys of knowledge actually create your memory. So your thinking really comes from your memory, from your database. And then your memory informs and stimulates your imagination. And this is how you function. But your mental life really keeps you stuck in, in this limited memory. So imagine being born in America or in Africa, in Europe or in Asia. You're naturally exposed to different kinds of environments, different kinds of cultures, different kinds of languages. So therefore, your memory and your thinking will, will be shaped differently. So your thinking is culturally conditioned. It's important to understand that you are not your thinking. Thinking is a process inside of you. You can actually learn to control it. Think, take three seconds and think, how much do you control your thinking right now? On a scale one to a hundred, it's important for you as an exercise because most of us have very little control of our thinking, but then thinking is necessary in all aspects of life. It's essential for survival, for communication, for interpersonal and social relationships. It's necessary in work, to study, to do your basic chores, to travel, to get orientated in, in time and space. We need to think and we need to rely on our thinking to function. This makes the thinking automatic, non-stop. And because no one taught us how to manage this, how to manage the mind and these mental processes, including the thinking, we have so little insight into what it is, how it works. And most people, probably me and you including, uh, leave it run at the background in our minds all the time, like a TV channel, you know, like a TV channel that never ends unless you switch it off. But when you understand what thinking is, that is only one of your mental processes, when you understand that you really have control over it, then thinking does not turn into overthinking. The only reason thinking turns into overthinking is because you identify with that thinking. You identify with, with what's going on there in, in your brain. But you can actually slow it down 
You can actually make it faster if you wish, or you can stop it altogether. Because if you don't manage your thinking, your mind is always burning. Your mind is always on fire. And that keeps you always in tension, bringing back you know, the same thoughts over and over again. And we know from studies now that 90% of our thoughts are actually repetitive. So it's the same thoughts we had the day before and, and so on. Same ones. So thinking simply extracts information from our memory, from the knowledge we've acquired already. We cannot go into all the details right now, but I cover this into my programs. Studies also show us that, that most of our thoughts are negative. They are self-diminishing. They are critical. They are self-sabotaging in a way. And our thoughts seem to be related to our past events. You know, We ruminate those unpleasant, those challenging, those traumatic, those unresolved issues. Or our thoughts tend to be related to worries for the future, worries about events that have not even happened, that might happen or not. So worry and rumination, they are really forms of overthinking. I mean, rumination is, is a form of overthinking in a depressive way. When you're thinking about the past, when then worry is a form of anxiety. It's like projected fear into the future. So what is now bothering you more? Is the past or the future? Because that's both overthinking. And when you're suffering about the past or you're worrying about the future, you're not well. These are both very negative experiences. They impact your nervous system. They keep you in a state of tension and stress. They then suppress your endocrine system. They release bad hormones into your body like cortisol, adrenaline, norepinephrine. They poison the cells in your body, you know, the muscles, the bones, the skin, the hair, the nails, everything. And then, of course, they reduce the level of good hormones like, like um, dopamine uh, that keeps you happy in life, uh, serotonin that makes you uh, feel happy, uh, dopamine makes you enjoy life, oxytocin that keeps you connected with others. And when you are in a state of depression or anxiety, that impacts on your confidence, on your self-esteem, on your self-worth, that keeps you stuck into your tunnel mind. It affects your work, your social life, your personal life, the way you experience life in all your four relationship circles. And naturally, it impacts your quality of life and your well-being. Do you recognize yourself in this? Let's summarize now what we found so far and then focus on solutions. One, you think based on the information you have in your memory or based on the imagination, which is naturally informed by your memory. Two, you recycle the same thoughts over and over again. 95% of your thoughts are repetitive and naturally you can only get what is inside of it. Yeah. Three, most of our thinking is negative. It relates to the past events, to unresolved issues, things that have left maybe pain and scars into us, but it can also relate to, to the fear and anxiety for the future, for something that hasn't happened. And four, if you do not learn to manage your thinking, you will ruminate and worry for the rest of your life. And that's not a pleasant life. So overthinking is not a joke. It's a very serious problem. I see it very often in my therapy room. Make sure that you understand that negative thinking attracts negative energy and the positive thinking naturally surrounds you with a different kind of energy. So what do we do about it? How do we resolve this? How do we escape this negative cycle? How do we replace it? this unhealthy pattern of, of overthinking with a more adjusted, with a more, with a more mature, with a more self-caring way of being? I think the most important aspect of today's training is that overthinking is not entirely bad. When you have these past memories coming back or these projected fears about the future, they come back into your mind for a reason. They come with a message to remind you that you have some inner work to do, that you have some reparation to do in the past, that maybe you need to unpack some events. 
it also helps you to maybe explore some potential future events, some, some obstacles. So it keeps you safe. It helps you heal. It helps you to release the tension and the pain. It helps you ground yourself into the present moment. It makes you feel empowered to create the future that you really want to have. So the solution for you is to really embrace your overthinking. Learn from it. Make it your friend. Practice this mindful awareness as often as possible. Be present to the reality of your life. Remember that you have control over your mind. You have control over your thinking. Set some time for solitude, for that kind of reconnection with, with the whole of yourself. Yeah, It sounds like magic, but it is such a simple human experience to create a bit of distance from your body and mind from this program mind that you have and become the observer of your life, you know, to create this time for self-reflection. That's the only way to become aware of the nature, the true nature of your existence. You can learn to manage your mind. You don't have to live an accidental life. You can be the driver of this car that you call life. It takes time to, to develop a consistent practice and to rewire your brain. It is time to, to learn new ways of being. But it is absolutely possible and I see it happening every single day. I hope you found this helpful. Give us a like if you did. Show us love and support. Subscribe if you haven't. Check out my other work. And most importantly, stay present. <music>